Hello, my name is Amin and welcome to the Junior Developers Podcast. It's no secret that the primary purpose of this podcast is to network with other developers to better understand their motivations, work ethic, and journey in software development. I'm hoping this will interest a lot of other people who can identify with this journey, especially at this time. Today, I'd like you to meet Lisa. Lisa is a fellow student at Lander School, and this is the first time we've met. So without further ado, welcome, Lisa. Hi, thank you. Can you give us a TLDR of your journey into code? I have a slightly unconventional background. I was a teacher first, uh, and I did my degree in the 90s. Um, so uh, in 99, I graduated my PGC, and I taught in schools for 13 years after that, French and Spanish. I um, got married and had a son, gave up teaching, and, and that was like nine years ago and uh, did some other things in between, but then decided, you know, to get back into a job. And um, technology has always interested me. Um, computers have always interested me. And, and so I discovered uh, Free Code Camp and started doing some Udemy courses. And then I got an advert, um, I think, in my Facebook feed from Lambda School, and I applied and I got in. Um, <laughs> you're, from, uh, you're from Belfast, is that? I am. I'm from oh. Northern Ireland, yeah. Belfast. And then studied in Scotland, then studied in Brighton, then worked in Dorset and Bristol and Spain. And then what did I do after that? Yeah, I moved to Louisiana for three years with my husband, military posting, just cool. outside New Orleans, and then came back to Northern Ireland. So I've, been, um, I've done a bit of a journey around. <laughs> wow, pretty cool. How is Louisiana? That's Amazing. Cool. Well, okay. That was good and bad, obviously. The food's not great in america i don't think and the mosquitoes those uh, asian tiger mosquitoes that bite you all day long oh they're the worst but um but yeah it's an, it's an amazing place a lot of amazing people new orleans is just fabulous it's an edgy city in some areas but it's fabulous and um yeah it was really interesting that's uh for me that's a once in a lifetime uh experience because yeah um, new orleans uh and the the architecture there i find is something that's striking and it's something i've always yeah. for myself but also i'm surprised you said that about the food because i think it's creole food creole oh yeah creole creole food is good it's just um i'm sort of referring more to the supermarkets really and right. uh, <laughs> you know you, it's hard to find like you know, we're talking about importing American food to the UK pretty soon. And I'm like, oh, no. But, um, you know, it's, it's very different there. Yeah. You got places like Whole Foods and stuff. They're more expensive. But, um, but yeah, I find um, certainly in Northern Ireland here, like local, really good quality food is, is much more of a thing here than in America. As a woman in code, mm -hmm. uh, can you speak to your experiences and, and what that's been like? Yeah. So it is definitely noticeable that coding in, and, and tech in general are very male dominated and it can be kind of off-putting. I think especially as someone who's a little older like me, because, you know, perhaps you, when youth is on your side, you feel more sort of robust in terms of what you can do. And um, yeah, so, but there are a lot of organizations now that are in, really in support of women, like Women Who Code, and there are groups and, and, and different people trying to promote that also, you know, to get more diversity in tech as well. And I think um, there's a lot more um, 
going on to, to try to encourage um, people from different backgrounds. And I, th I think that's really positive. But yeah, it can be something that gets into your mind. You know, am I really going to fit in here? Do I really belong here? Can I really do this? And I think um, part of that is maybe uh, like, like imposter syndrome, where it's, it's kind of your, your own state of mind, maybe sometimes it's, that, you know, that's the only thing that's stopping you sometimes is yourself. So, you know, I think there's a lot of positive things going on, but it's definitely something that is there and that sometimes, you know, it's, it's at the back of your mind and you think about it. That's interesting. Um, I think you also mentioned to me um, that you're also a gamer. I am. <laughs> yeah. So how, how long, how long have you been gaming? Um, I have been a gamer, I think since approximately 1984, if I'm honest. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, a long time and I've played all sorts of, uh, all sorts of games over the years. I, you know, I still have my Spectrum 48K that I used to play like text adventure games on and a Sega Master System in, in the room next door. So yeah, I've still got some old old school stuff in there. <laughs> I guess uh, just going back to you being a, a female in this industry, I mean, it, it's, it's pretty jarring, to be honest, having to, to even talk about it like mm -hmm. this as we are now. Uh, but I guess you've seen it, you've seen it develop or, or not. Uh, how, how has it been for you over that period of time? Do you have any outstanding thoughts or feelings about that? Yeah, it's funny because I, I kind of have often been drawn to areas that are a little bit more male dominated in general, like gaming is very male dominated. It, I, I don't think it used to be at the start. I think there was a marketing moment where they decided to change uh, the marketing and, and aim at, at boys and men in general because of something. Um, so that changed over the years. But, um, you know, very male-dominated. I like to do some football trading in my spare time. It's very male-dominated. Trading in general um, is very male-dominated. Um, I've taught in all boys' schools where I was one of very few female staff. That's very male-dominated. And, uh, and yeah, I, I've kind of always sort of prevailed in those situations but um yeah i think i don't know like more modern day is definitely improving and things are are, are getting better but um i i sometimes think it's a real shame because the fact that web development has been so um out of balance when it comes to gender and diversity i think that's sometimes you know users or people have missed out on on what could have been with you know different perspectives in the process of creating stuff for people and um and i think it's very valuable to have that that you know variety in the development team so i'm i'm glad that it's changing but uh yeah i think there's a little bit of a way to go <laughs> mm. so i mean from what you're telling me you you've got some good experience of being able to survive in that that kind of environment um what kind of advice uh, could you offer other women who could? Um, I would say um, finding other women um, who are already in that situation or have experience to be like um, someone you can connect with and, and maybe give advice or be a mentor would, um, would be something that I think can help a lot of people or um, getting involved and connecting with groups who um, are sort of trying to promote uh, you know, like women who code or there are other meetup groups sometimes in different areas. Like um, in my local area, I've found, uh, 
even in, in UX design, those women, women who UX or women who UX, I don't know how they, they pronounce the name of the group, but you know, so that there are generally, um, there's, you, if you look, you can find people and find support groups and find mentors. And I think that that can really help, especially if you're in a situation where you are in the very small minority or the only female in a group or, you know, just, just to have that connection and, and someone to talk to or, you know, to bounce ideas off of or, or to make sure you're not kind of getting, letting that voice in your head tell you that you don't belong and you can't do it, you know. So where, where are you now in terms of Lander School and your job search? So I was Webby U3 and we finished, um, I got endorsed in, I think that was end of April. And then we did Lambda X throughout the month of May. And my official graduation date was 29th of May. So I'm through and graduated and I'm now just on to sort of maintaining um, the job search and the learning and, and different things. Cool. What is Lambda X? Lambda X is when you finished your endorsement, it's, it's like um, a sort of job support um, period where uh, I think, what do we do? We did uh, whiteboarding um, support and technical interview um, sessions and also um, job uh, career sessions as well, you know, just uh, to keep, and we had a TL who would check in with us um, and do stand-ups, you know, that kind of thing, just to, to make sure that we were getting the support we needed to in the job search, really, at, at that stage. And how have you found uh, the job search and, and, and maintaining that in this environment with the global pandemic and uh, the political climate right now? Yeah, I think it has definitely slowed down a lot here. Um, I'm not getting interviews right now because I and I've asked for feedback and they, they always tell me the same thing it's the lack of experience um, they're looking for people with more experience but I don't I don't think it's um, quite normal at the moment because there are more people who have perhaps lost their jobs or they're furloughed or you know people with experience are competing against people who like me have just just graduated and I think um I think it will probably change, um, you know, as, as we come out of lockdown and as people get back into normality. But um, so, yeah, it's a bit of a tough time to graduate, unfortunately, but we just have to keep on going and, and think of the long term picture, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I'd agree with that. Um, but are you have you got any strategies in place and how you're going to deal with that in the time being? Yeah, I so at the moment I'm doing. I'm still job searching and doing some applications every week. I've also started doing um, some more courses. I, I was really interested in the UX part of when we did labs and I did most of that part myself. And I love the human side of, of user experience. So I started doing some courses in that to maybe give me an extra skill or two because I think my ideal role would be UX engineer where I can do some UX, some design and, and also development. Um, so I've, I've been doing some of that. I've also been doing um, a little bit of freelance work um, and some, I've got some ideas for personal projects. So, you know, I've Trello boarded myself. <laughs> yeah. So I have my little Trello board for myself and I, I, I go through it every morning and make sure that I, I'm on target for what I want to do. Yeah, I love that. I think it sounds like you're on top of it. And I like that you have... Um, some relative idea of where you want to position yourself what areas in web development are you most excited about 
So I like the idea of making apps that um, create a better life for people um, in general, um, you know, solving some of society's problems, perhaps. So those are difficult problems to solve in most cases. I also like um, where education and, you know, different ideas in education are going, obviously being a teacher anyway, and, um, you know, being involved in Lambda School, which is a different educational model, which I, you know, I can, I can totally get behind the idea of giving education to people maybe who didn't have the opportunity. And also with the COVID, etc., how things, perspectives have changed slightly on, on how to educate, you know, especially in lockdown, etc. And then also on top of that, I love the idea of finding out more about VR and AR and how those things can be used um, in, you know, user experiences and for education or for entertainment. So what languages are you currently working with? JavaScript, <laughs> mostly. Yeah, I mean, uh, what am I doing right now, project-wise? I'm, I'm just creating like a, a Gatsby uh, web sort of app with uh, some GraphQL. Simple enough. Um, I'm also... I'm doing it. Um, I'm just learning a little bit of Webflow. I know people are like, oh, Webflow. Yeah, you don't need Webflow if you're a developer. But um, I think uh, knowing as many, sort of being able to use as many different um, options as possible, like that's that's with my freelance work. But um, Webflow is an interesting thing that I think can enhance what I know rather than replace what I know. Um, aside from that, yes, I did see a course posted, was it yesterday? It was yesterday in my email um, from Code Academy about VR. And I cannot remember the language or the, or the, the system or whatever they were teaching, the name of it. But yeah, it's, it was a VR thing and I was interested in, in taking a look at that also. <laughs> what resources in particular helped you most when you learned to code? Um, for me, I'm a bit of a Udemy addict. <laughs> So I've, I've got like a whole bunch of Udemy, Udemy courses that I need to take off and, and do. But the, I started with Udemy and I was surprised at the quality of what you can get there for like $11.99, you know. So um, resource wise, I use that. Um, I found a new one today called Codeply. It's one of those IDEs, you know, where you can like a little sandbox environment where you can test out your code and stuff. Like, what was the other one I, I've used before? I've used Replit and, is it Code? Code Sandbox? Yeah, Code Sandbox. I mean, they're okay, but the Code Ply one I find today looks looks pretty nice. Um, I like the, the UI. It looks pretty good. I haven't tried it properly yet. And yeah, the building things is, is, is the best way. Although, like, <laughs> don't get me wrong, I find there are things that I have built in the past and I look back at it and I'm like, what did I actually do there? <laughs> I don't remember writing this. <laughs> <laughs> what is your operating system of choice and why? Oh, all three. I have all three. <laughs> this Windows computer, I have a Mac. I did all my coding actually on my Mac, my MacBook Air. I have, this is my Windows computer that I'm using right now that, that I can code on also. And I do have, I've partitioned my hard drive to have Ubuntu as well. What is your code editor of choice vs code um i used to use sublime but i switched to vs code when i started lambda and yeah it's it's awesome so i like all the plugins you know all the stuff you can do with it what do you do when you're not coding i'm either gaming 
gardening, football trading, writing, taking photographs. I think that's all I do right now. Who's your role model if you have one? I don't have one particular role model, but I have been connecting with women who code because as I say, you know, it, I find it um, I find it really useful and interesting to hear their perspectives and, and to take their advice. Amazing. Thank you, thank you so much for thank you so much for your <laughs> Thank time. you for having me. <laughs> of course.